Welcome to Fight the Cube Radio. If you're looking for a roadmap to retire as fast as possible, with as little work as possible, you're in the right place. Join us as we journey into the jungle of high-reward investing, one glass of prune juice at a time. Fight the Cube, your internet home for replacing the commute with Mongolian jellyfish bath. Look that up in your urban dictionary. I dare you. And now your hosts, Adam and Noah. Who, who founded it. I wasn't going to name who founded it. That's so but you mean. Named, you named my friend, which was really mean, and threw right, him under fine. the bus. Keep First going. of all, we support every person that wants to start a business. We think Wait, it's we've awesome. done this before. Why can't we just name ourselves? Welcome to Fight the Q podcast. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope your commute is going nice or your gym is going nice. You have a nice sweat going. I'm here with my brother, Adam. Adam. Hey, how's it going? We are not recording. Adam, fuck you. I'm just you. kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, please keep that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, what's up, everybody? Good to see you. Good to hear that was you. fucking great. <laughs> I was planning on doing that. Oh, my God. I almost just died because I was so upset. Um, hey, guys. Adam, Adam, why don't you share a gripe? Let's move along here. Why don't you share a gripe of your digestion, please? Um, I know that we're gonna do a we're gonna do a gripe together this time. I want to do our gripes about suits, and I'll kind of hand it off to you. So I just want to say that we have to get suits for a wedding, and we went to the men's warehouse, and the cheapest suit that we could get was three hundred and fifty dollars, and that was just way too much money for two dudes trying to bootstrap a startup. So, uh, no, what what happened? What was your journey like with men's warehouse? Let me tell you guys what we did. So after after men's warehouse, okay, we left with really shitty three hundred fifty dollars suits. All y'all that have bought a suit know that three hundred fifty dollars is like you can only buy the shittiest one for it. We went back to the house. We were so upset. We didn't talk in the car. I was about to cry, actually, because I was just so mad because I felt like they ripped us off and we know better. And I got home and I called Chase Bank and told them someone took my credit card. And then she canceled the charge. Yeah, use a credit card. That's that. You always use a credit card, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then, how much did your final suit cost you? Okay, and then I, I like a man, I actually did research on the suit and tried to find the cheapest thing I could. Um, and I, I went to H H and M and I got a I got a suit for under hundred. So, gentlemen, gentlemen, if you if you have a wedding coming up, because we have, I know I have like a million. Don't buy a suit at Men's Warehouse or anything. Go to H and M. You'll look exactly the same, probably better, and you'll save a ton of money. And then you could look at everyone in $1,000 suits when you're at the wedding and say, listen, I got this for 20 bucks." Because guess what, guys? I know. I got, and then you tell- I got a velvet jacket. I got a velvet jacket. My sister found one in a boutique store for $20. That's it. And also, oh, by the way, you made this point. A suit is just a jacket and pants. There isn't actually anything. It's not a thing. A suit. It's just a There's sport no jacket a and suit. pants. It's just a sport jacket and pants, and they call the industry calls it a suit. For some right. reason, together, there's it makes nothing, no sense. There's nothing else. They give you two articles of clothing that match. <laughs> yeah. And then tell your girlfriend that you that it's $700. Yeah. Anyway, That's a so critical like piece. Absolute boss. Fuck you, men's warehouse. Fuck men's warehouse. Men's Honestly, warehouse. Men, men's rip-off house. Um, men's okay, rip-house. Well, talking about men's rip-house, uh, today I really wanted to talk about starting your own startup and how that's been easier to do than ever this day and age, or at least easier to test it. Uh, we have started three or three, how many startups now? How many things? Three, four, including this. 
What are you gonna what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Fight the cube, yeah. the Talit, AMZ answers. I service dogs. I service dog. Are you counting my uh, our Amazon business as as one? I guess or not? so. I guess so. So then we're at five. Four no, or no, five. we're at affordable insurance HQ. It's six. Okay. Two, let, two. Me, let me clear to the people to hear to hear too. Sure, yeah. uh, Absolutely. Not all of them were successful, so we're not just rattling off things like trying to make us, ourselves feel really good. Okay, a lot of them failed. Maybe not everyone. Most of them failed. <laughs> Most of them failed <laughs> utterly in a tire fire. So Most of them did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still, I still want to be those dudes that have the, you know, they have the podcast and they just talk about how sick they are. No, 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 no. We're not sick. We're just average dudes. We've, we've had a lot of poopy, poopy startups, but we've had some pretty cool ones. Like this one's a pretty cool one. Uh, the Talit Bar Mitzvah. That's going pretty well. Okay, ask me a question. Let's move this along. What, what do you have to ask right, me? Right, what do you have anyway. to ask me? Anyway, so this is about how to start your own startup and why you should do it and how you can do it if you have an idea. So Noah, if, if uh, an average Joe, average Jane out there is just listening to this podcast and they have a great idea. What are some ways that what can they do with this idea to test it or something? How can they bring to it to see, life? To see if it's a great idea. Yeah, to see if it truly is as good as they think it is. Um, the I think the first thing you can do is you can make a Facebook page and run ads on it. Um, the reason you could do that is because it's very very cheap. Just make a Facebook page; it's free. Run some ads on it and see what you what you can how how much you have to pay to get people to like your page. Um, if you can get that to under a dollar, it means that there's a lot of tra- there can be some traction for your idea. It will also help you to see, you know, what is your demographic for this. So you'll be able to test different demographics in Facebook to see how many times uh, different ones of them like the idea. So you're you're thinking to put up a Facebook page and run ads on it. Yeah, but let me like that's that's one way. I think I I really think the best way is still. Find the find the person that this is built for. Let's let's use an example. There's a for some reason your Skype picture is a picture of you and a goat. No, no, no. I so have let, a good example. No, no, no. I have a good one. Edible glo- edible glow sticks. Edible glow sticks. Okay. Yeah. So let's, you're, you're at a party. You're at a rave. Let, let right. Go. You're at a rave and you're feeling it. You're feeling like you want to just rave, right? And you're on that the mall dog and you want to go ham, but you also want to eat your glow stick. Okay. <laughs> so you're, so you, so you're testing edible glow sticks. So what I would do first. Is I would find like five to ten people that go to raves a lot, right? So that your target customer is the person that goes to a rave. Um, I would talk to I would talk to them on the phone, and I would I would try and basically I would I would mention glow sticks. I would mention like like what they like to do, what what do they want their, their glow stick to do, and I would basically try and wait and see if they would say themselves that they wanted to eat it. You're not gonna. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, right? Isn't that like you? So you don't want to tell them, but you want to like be like, hey, would you dance with the glow stick? Would you like, you know, poke your friends in right. in in a, poke your friend with? Okay, fine. I th- I know. I think that's good. I think that I want to give them kind of a framework for how to do this. So I think we should start with the problem, with defining what the problem is. So the problem is that you can't eat a glow stick. Yeah, the problem right now is that there are people out there who want to eat their glow sticks because they're so hyped up, right? But they can't eat it. And it, actually, it's even worse because they're going to get sick from eating their glow stick. Right. So the, the problem is that people want to eat their glow stick. The problem – your, your hypothesis is that people would want to eat glow sticks <laughs> no. if they could while no. at a rave, right? I've, I've, been at, I've been at raves. Okay, I'm just speaking like hypothetically. Me. Oh, you're the man. No, no, no. no <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not speaking about me. I'm speaking about – okay. Fuck you. I'm not speaking about me. Um, I'm speaking about this prospective customer, this person who has this idea, right? So this person has went to a rave. They have been at a rave. They've been like, I really want to eat my glow stick, but I can't because it's toxic. That's the problem. 
So I, I'm saying define your problem first. Yeah, okay, that's right. Okay, so let's move on. We've defined the problem, right? Um, what's the solution to that problem? So a, a solution to that problem is to make the glow stick edible. Okay. Uh, making a product, making a glow stick that's edible, that's f fantastic. I'm just like looking at the lean canvas right here. If you uh, are curious, go to leanstack.com. It's a really cool business model that you can set up. Um, what is the unique value proposition of an edible glow stick? Let's see. Like, tell what? People, tell, tell people yeah. what a unique value proposition is. So a unique value proposition would be something that meets the customer. What is the customer's end goal plus ideally the amount of time you could do it in? So, for instance, the unique value proposition for the Talit is – or not the Talit, sorry, for Fight the Cube is information on how to leave your corporate job in less time than it takes you to commute. It actually takes a little bit of time to come up with. Let's just think, like, what, what could that be for edible glow sticks? It, your, your, people on Molly <laughs> would be – people on Molly – oh, I got one. I got one. Yeah, Pe yeah. People, people on Molly would be able to eat the glow stick and not, like, sue the nightclub or something. So it could be like a safety safety lia <laughs> uh, liability precaution for nightclubs. I would say that the unique value proposition is a rave and dinner all at the same time. Oh, it's like a marketing pitch almost <laughs> as rave, well. Yeah, a rave and dessert all at the same time. <laughs> I don't know about your example here. <laughs> it's so okay. funny. But I want to keep I want going with it. I, I want so how can people like if they have an idea like like this? I know you asked me this before, but like, how can they like test it to see if it's worth working on? Because wasting your time and idea, as me and you know, yeah. really well, sucks. Yeah, it uh, sucks terribly. As we say, one of the hardest parts of being an entrepreneur is learning about what you should be working on and at what time, what time okay, frame so, you should be working on it. Okay, so how can how can they prove that the concept is worth working on? I think I think the best thing is to do is to interview the demographic and to see if they will say your solution basically without you saying it. Yeah, I think that what you're talking about is doing market research into the into the demographic. So if one way I, I really do support getting a Facebook page up there. I know that people have said in the past about putting up a landing page and making a um a contact form to gather emails, but that that kind of doesn't work as much anymore just because people's inboxes are so full of spam. I would stay away from that. Um I would definitely try to go to Reddit. What are the big three? Uh it's Reddit. Um there's two other ones. Shit. Shit, 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 Wait, shit. we've um, done forum. We've done a lot of forums, forums through Reddit and AMA. Yeah, go to Reddit and look at the rave forums, and then post your question in like the the rave forums. Be like, does anybody want an edible glow stick or like or something like that? And then see what the responses are. And people are like, fuck yeah. Then you have people that you can interview for market research, right? That's really good. That's really good. Post the question like, would people be interested in this? And then you can interview those people. Right. There's, um, there's, I'm trying to think there's two others. So you'd post it on Reddit there, post it on Facebook and run ads. So do a Facebook page. Doing the Facebook page will also help you come up with a, um, a quick logo. And one really easy way to come up with a logo is to go to taylorbrands.com. By the way, this is not affiliated. We don't get any money for this. Uh, we always use Taylor Brands because the logos are $9.99 and they do a really good job. Nine, like nine dollars ninety nine cents. We use that. We use Taylor Brands at first because it's good. It's fast. And it's cheap as it's cheap as hell. Super, super cheap. It's very cheap. It's it's nine dollars for your logo, and you get the logo in five Wait. different if, different colors. It'll give you a good visualization of your business. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think about like the new company, Houseolytics. Like how like we are. So another thing you can do that we've done a lot is that you can make a Adam. Was it Google Survey? 
that we did the surveys on. Oh yeah, we did. We did so, that for uh, the weed well, stuff. Oh yeah, well, so we were going to make a cannabis business, and we were trying to figure out what kind of cannabis business, like where in that market was not, was inefficient. Like where were people not being served? So we made a bunch of Google Forms and we put them on Reddit. We had like over like 200 responses and it was like amazing data. It was right. It was exactly what we did. We had we had almost 500 responses at the end. It was it was unbelievable. And actually, a lot of people wanted to see the results of the survey and they were super into it. And we learned that the 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 highest demand and the most underrepresented category in the weed was live called live resin. People probably know yeah, what that is. Let's just tell the people, if you want to make a live resin subscription business, which we were going to do, it would probably do really well. Uh, we were thinking about doing it. The problem is that permits for marijuana businesses start at like $30,000. Yeah, so if you got money, if you got a ton of money in the bank, then you might be able to think about it. But if, but setting up a live resin thing, even to get these like the equipment to to freeze the, the – oh, my God, I'm sorry. Freeze the oil. Shatter. Oh, no, no, it's not the shatter. Like, freeze the oil is very expensive. But anyway, use Google Survey uh, if you want to do survey on Reddit. That also helps as well. That was a good point. Solid yeah, point. Yeah, and, and then you tell the people that you're going to share the data. Because people on in, people in Reddit, uh, they'll, they'll get all psyched up about seeing the data, and then they'll do it. They're good participants yeah. in Reddit. They are really good participants in Reddit. They do a nice job on that site. Um, that's That's good. Okay, so put it on Reddit. Also, your Facebook page, you've also got a logo now. And then, as Noah was saying, you can run ads. Do like a $10 ad over a seven-day period. See if you get any engagement. One thing to note about the Facebook ads is, of course, that um, the likes on your actual page are pretty much worthless now. I mean, I I just did this. I Today, I tried to start a group for walking my puppy for a puppy social hour in Marin. And... I have a puppy Marin puppy social hour Facebook page and I ran an ad $10 today and it just got all these likes from like, even though I'm only targeting Marin, you know, it got all these likes from people in Montana and just completely random. Yeah. Facebook. To, to do, let me just say, to do serious advertising. Facebook is poop. Don't let them take your money. Like they've taken so thousands of dollars of ours. That is true. Uh, that being, that being said, on. I would start, I would start a group that has to do with your page and let it hang there. Do run an ad on it, but don't pay any attention to likes. You might get a couple people to join your group that are real, real people in your audience. Okay, I did can we, today. Can we can we move to this? Okay, let's say that they they've got this idea. They have they have done some surveys. They've done some customer interviews, and it seems like this is something that people really really want. And like, remember when you when you're talking to people on the phone, if you tell them the idea and you're like, "Is this a good idea?" They're always going to say yes. So like they've got to be able to say it themselves and they've got to be like, oh my God, like, you know, they got to be like, you know, getting there, climaxing basically with your idea, making, making you, the right. idea, making them climax. Okay. Well, if you want to talk about customer interviews now, then okay, I'm talking about climaxing. let's say that you've got, let's say you've got people on Reddit. Let's say <laughs> you've got, you've got people in the group um, and you're ready to do some interviews. Like maybe we usually offer them $15 to Starbucks. We've, we've offered $30 before. Everybody wants a Starbucks card. It's really easy for them to get. They understand the concept, and they will totally super, write you for it. Super easy to transfer money and use if Starbucks. If I know anything, I know that, that that works, that offering people free Starbucks cards for an interview works. Absolutely. So okay, sure let's, let, let's say they've gotten through the interviews. They know it's something that, that people want. What is the next step Wait, that whoa, they should whoa. do? Why are you rushing? Well, you guys are still because commuting. I, I want to go. I wanna, the I, 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 They're in no, the no, car. No, I hate, you know why? Because I hate... 
I hate podcasts that are just, they're so boring. I need, we need to go. We need to move. We need to move. These people have, you know, well, I want to give the people what they want. All right. In I want to talk in about customer frame. interviews. I want to talk about what to do and not to do customer interviews. I guarantee you, the listeners, the listeners, like we want, no, we want to run. We want to go. Okay. We've I already heard to, it. I want to reiterate. Don't, don't say the question. Don't say your business idea in the interview. Let them talk about their problems and see if it comes up. See if anyone says, God, I know when I was with that glow stick, I got so sick because I really wanted to be able to eat it. And then, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, bingo, edible glow sticks. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. And then you're like, how many people that rave take Molly? Saw right. them out. And Why? that is, you know, you're, because the number of customers that you'd right. be able maybe, to sell to. Then maybe you pivot to something else, something really lucrative. But I illegal. mean, after doing, after doing edible glow sticks. Well, your audience, Edi- you know, maybe you there, find out there, a lot there are of already edible condoms. Out. I was about to say edible condoms. Aren't there already ed- edible condoms? That's a thing. Right. That was my high level concept was edible condoms for raves, glow sticks. Okay. We're moving on now to if, <laughs> if they, if they like the idea. Okay. If, if they like the idea, go ahead. Tell us okay. So if, if they like the idea and you're like, okay, hey, this is going to go, it's time now to write your business plan or I think business plan is a stupid word. It's just time to write your your plan. There is no set business plan. One thing that's really good um, that Adam actually recently showed me is called leanstack.com. Um, it has a great like graph and you can write – it kind of walks you through how to write a really good business plan. Um, but you're basically – you're going to go over your unique value proposition, your problem, solution, how it might fail, and then the metrics you're going to be looking at to see success. I think that's a big thing is that when you start a startup – it's not going to be successful, and you're not going to get money for a long, long, brutal amount of time. Right, but what what do you need to see besides money, Noah, to keep going I know. with your startup? That's what I'm saying is that that's why you make metrics so that if you're wet, so if you're not getting any money, but your website traffic has tripled within you know three or six months, well, it, you got to keep going because it's doing great, even though you haven't gotten any money. Right, and I mean, people know Amazon lost money for 20 years in a row. But yeah, it's so a little. Much... That's a little different. It's a lot different. No, no, it's not. I hate they... people say that. No, listen, okay, you... listen. It's not different. They lost money for twenty years in a row, but they had so much growth. They had so much growth that they knew that they had something really special. Okay, uh, their specific market segments did not lose money. Only their the segments they were trying to grow in lost money because they were no, growing. No, they as a whole, their holding company lost. I money. know, I know, I know, I know. I disagree. I, I think it's totally relevant oh, to what we're God. talking about. I hate you. I don't. Okay, fine. Well, the listeners will will be the judge. You be the judge. You be yeah. the judge. Okay, so like I was saying, Amazon lost money for twenty years. Okay, but they had so much growth. That's what, you're, that's what you're looking to see. You're looking to see the growth, not the revenue, right now. Okay, yeah, that was, that was I, I totally agree with that. I, I totally point. agree with that. That's great. You are looking to see the growth, not the revenue. Um, hey, after they've had the conversations, I know that they write out the business plan. What is the? Ne- I mean, the next step is to is to make a website. Depending, yeah. I mean, it doesn't really matter what it is, right? I think you said a super good point, though. When people say business plan, like there's always blogs. They're like, step one, write a business plan. Step myself. two, make an, make an LLC. Like <laughs> there, there is no business plan. There's no business plan. It doesn't exist. It's not a real thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. So go to uh, – wait. Go to leanstack.com. That's a great resource. And Adam, what's the book? What's the book that you've recently read that you would recommend to them? For, uh, for first like, off, if if you haven't or you aren't familiar with it, you're not working in a startup world. If you're working in a corporate structure, you should probably read uh, the Lean Startup by Eric Reese, the the foundational book. And then the book that I've been reading lately that I really really like is called Lean Analytics, and it's a really good follow up to that book. 
Yeah. Um, I also, I also want to say, I feel like people put like entrepreneurs and people that like, are like on a pedestal. We're just normal ass dudes. Any normal ass person can make a business. Like you just, you know what I mean? I feel like people put these, these, these famous people, entrepreneurs, like they're like these gods, but they're just like fucking normal people. Um, it's not most, like most science. of the country is small businesses and they're entrepreneurs that you've never heard of. Right, and that's people, what I, and people think entrepreneurs are all like Elon Musk, who's like you know fla- not a flamethrower. Yeah, that was that was good. If you've seen the Joe Rogan Elon Musk interview, it's it's a it's a it's a good listen. It's not a good a, listen. Not a flamethrower. Good listen. Go and listen to that. All right, uh, <clears throat> where are we here? Okay, so they've interviewed people. It's a success. They're looking at metrics here. Um, they're probably at a job right now. When, when would you know if you were at a job and you were growing something on the side, if it's time for you to make take out some loans and give this it. thing a try full time? I love it. I, I, I quit when I thought that, um, when I had a good feeling that my Amazon business was going to keep growing. So when it had, when it had grown consistently for like three months it wasn't covering my income, but I was like, I know it's going to get there. And yeah, I go ahead. To that. I want to add to that though. I want to add to that though. Sure. <clears throat> do it. You quit before you had the Amazon business covering your full expenses because it was at a point when you when you realized that going to work every day and making that money wasn't worth it. You'd rather put the time into your Amazon business. That was more worth yeah. it. Yeah, it was it was much more worth it. I also hated my job and I just like thought that I wanted to give it I wanted to give it a try. I just knew I think it's I think it's time when you know that if you leave and it fails, you won't care because you at least you tried. That's a way better way of saying it. I think that that is totally true. That's one of the time. I really think that that's great. I think that that is true. Yeah, because um, I, I really exactly. I knew if I had to go back, that it wouldn't matter because I was I was just happy myself with myself for trying. People are always wondering when they should leave, and the honest truth is that if you left and you have to go back to work, um, at least that at least you tried to do something special. Yeah. You do want to, yeah, absolutely. You do want to give yourself at least like, you know, I'd say three to six months of run, of run rate to give a real try. Yeah. Try not to take out loans if you don't have to, but if you do and you're Jewish, use Hebrew free loans. Boom. I just told my friend about this. Uh, yeah. yeah, If you're Jewish, Hebrew free loans, um, or a great thing to do is to take out a credit card that has 0% APR and you guys are like, don't no credit card loans, but let, let me, let me, let me tell you something. 0% APR credit card means that you can no, you only have to pay back the minimum on it. So let's say it's like 18 months of 0% APR. So credit cards such as the Chase Freedom, if they're still giving it out, it's basically a business loan for 18 months because you can just take, you can just use that credit card. You don't only have to pay back the minimum expense on it. So when you see all these like business loans, all these stupid ads. So once you start clicking on business stuff, you can get a, a, a shat ton of ads for business loans. Don't use the business loans like a boomer. Don't be a boomer. Use the business loans. Boomers, we love you again if you're listening. Um, use, use a 0% APR credit card because you don't, there's no interest on it. I hope that made sense. Adam. Yeah, it made sense to me. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, let's talk a little bit just before we go here about, um, the fallacy of, because I like this idea, it's going to work. Like, what do you need to do? You might like your idea so much, but it might not work out. So what do you need to do? What do you need to prove? And I know you've said some things to make sure that you're not falling into that pitfall. Um, oh, the, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm like the worst at this is the, is a thing. It's so it's the problem that I my, so my uncles our our uncle started a Jeep business in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember him saying that like, he basically kept going on the Jeep business when it was beyond saving, but it's like the same kind of personality that's going to be able to make a successful business and push through anything 
that's the that's why it's so hard. Because if if you're the personality that you're going to start a business, one of your fallacies is also going to be that you just don't you don't let your, anything stop you, which could be a bad thing. I know this one's really hard. Yeah, I would say that you, you it's a balance, right? You have to tell yourself lies basically every day that this thing's going to work even though it might not in the future. And you also have to be like, oh, I'll look at these metrics and actually see for sure if it's working. And if it's not working, you know, it could be really hard to see, to tell. Really hard to know when to pump the brakes, basically. Yeah, I think I think we, we, we both just said how hard it was, but we didn't give any example of, of how to do it, how to see if it's working. I think the only way to see, at, at, at first, if you write it, you re, need to write out the whole business plan, go through the lean, lean stack model, um, you know, there's a lot of things you're not going to ever know before jumping into a business. So if you're hitting your, it's just, if you're hitting your, your metrics, whether that be website metrics or conversions, downloads, whatever, signing up for your software, um, then it's good. If you're not hitting the metrics, then that's when you evaluate. So you just, you just ramp up your metrics. That sounds cliche, dumb. Um, do you have a better one <clears throat> of how to know it's not just you? Yeah, I would say. I, I keep saying I would say. I don't actually speak like that. Yeah, be a um, man. <laughs> I would say. Be a man, just say it. <laughs> uh, make sure that when you have this awesome idea that you are validating that there's other people in the world who also have this problem by using things that we said, by using Reddit, by using Facebook pages, uh, by talking to people, doing a lot of market research. Please talk to at least five people, but you've been doing your market research before you start to build any kind of product. Please do not build the product before you've had a community. Oh, let's talk about uh, an example of this. I have a good example of this. Are you going to call out Spence, Spencer? No, 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 no. Spence, we love you. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm not going to call out the the tequila. I was for the. I'm for the tequila business. I still. I still. I still believe. No. I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it. Uh, my. I'm going. I'm going to. We're going to talk about Packstack. Actually, I'm not even going to name who who founded it. I wasn't going to name who founded it. That's so you mean. named. You named my friend, which was really mean, and threw him right, under fine. the bus. Keep First going. of all, we support every person that wants to start a business. We think Wait, it's we've awesome. done this before. Why can't we just name ourselves? Oh, yeah, what did we suck at? What did we do that was shitty? Um, what did we build but, the product for? Which one of these stupid things? I don't think we've made that mistake. We were just built it for ourselves. We made about every other mistake than that. No, no. We made the mistake with the Talit. We, I, was doing, I was writing code for the Talit for like a month. And we oh, hadn't done dude. any vetting of any kind of community or anything. You're talking about growing the. I'm talking. Okay. Um. I. I'm. I'm. Ta- I'm talking about making something that just you want and not other people want. Tell us about Packstack. Just keep going. Okay. I'm not going to say you found it like you threw my friend under the bus. Sorry, Spencer. Um. So basically, we have a friend that worked on an app that's actually a really good idea. Um. How long did he work on it for? It's a picture sharing type of app. He worked on picture it sharing app. Worked on it for a year, basically at his parents' house, you know, like like someone I know, like <laughs> like yeah, at yeah, his parents' right. house. It sucks being at your parents' house, just coding for a year and depressed, miserable. The thing is that he had his head down coding. Um, he didn't like talk to the audience at all. So by the time he was done coding for a year, he was so exhausted that he just like gave up. I mean, that's yeah. pretty much it. Oh, wasn't that, uh, well, he, he didn't have anyone to release the product to. I, I, I see a couple problems with that one, though. One is that he didn't build a team. He just kind of tried to do the whole thing himself, which is a problem. Okay, well, I think that the first thing is, the first problem is getting people interested in your potential product. It's not, do they like the product? That's the second problem. The first problem you need to solve is, do these people have a problem? 
do they resonate with what the potential product is going to be? Hope that makes sense. Yeah, does it does it resonate with the yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. We've talked around in circles. That's enough, I think. Yeah, not a structured episode, but I but I but I, but I think good. No, I think there's good. a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah, I want to say, guys, we support everyone that wants to start a business. Adam threw my friend under the bus, which was really mean. I want him to apologize. You threw we my friend under the bus. Who? I didn't say his name. Okay, that's true. Hey, listen, everyone. Listen, Spencer, I like tequila too. It was a good idea. <laughs> Me too, dog. Me too. You keep going. You keep, you going, keep going. Hey, mm-hmm. guys, thank you so much for listening to the episode. We love you guys. Absolutely. Guess what? I know that we've said that we were going to make a website, but we are so such a lean startup. We are just going to do a Facebook page from now. So go to go to Fight the Cube. On, you can find us on Facebook. You find everything we post there. Um, ask us questions, whatever. Thanks, thanks guys, for listening. Thanks for listening to the show. Stay hungry, stay hustling, stay strong in the digestion. Fight the cube.